Hi, everyone. This is James Giglio, CEO of MVP Interactive, and welcome to the MVP Podcast. Our podcast will bring insight to a range of topics involving technology, consumer engagement, experiential marketing, and general business-related subjects. This show will host not only our great roster of clients from the professional sports world, along with Fortune 500 brands and agencies, but other entrepreneurs and startups. We hope our podcast brings value, and thank you for listening. For general inquiries or topic requests, please email mvppodcast at mvp-interactive.com, and please subscribe to our YouTube page and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and SoundCloud with account name MVP Interactive. Hi, everyone. This is James Giglio with the MVP Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, Laura Maskell from the Coca-Cola Company. She is the Marketing Activation Manager. Uh, thrilled to have her here today. Uh, we have worked with Laura and her team for the last two years with a um, variation of um, projects, both relating to uh, NFL projects and Major League Baseball. Um, so, you know, really excited to have you here. I know that you're you're local, and uh, you handle a lot of the the regional team. So it's uh, exciting to to be able to talk about that. Given this is the Super Bowl edition, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as way of background, you know, I I, I was kind of like in, in preparation of our podcast here. I, I kind of like to put together just a couple of quick bullet points. You know, and the fact that Coca-Cola is a 130-year-old company and generally speaking, one of the top five most valued brands in the world, um, that essentially 1.8 billion people on, a, on any given day <laughs> is drinking your product is, are, are just staggering numbers. And I had to kind of think to myself, wow, and we get to work with you. How cool is that? <laughs> Like we, we get to work with you. Oh, so. well, thank you very much. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I just thought that was a, a fascinating point, and we're, we're obviously very grateful to, um, to work with you guys and your team, and, uh, you know, you guys are so forward-thinking both on the technology and the activation side of things, so uh, it's really a perfect uh, marriage, so to speak, in terms of uh, two companies aligning, so... Uh, thank you again. So I want to make that public. Oh, no, thank you. We, uh, we love working with you guys, and um, I'm happy to be here and happy, awesome. to, happy about our relationship. Okay, great. So, um, you know, we like to learn a little bit more about you and your background, and, you know, we can kind of go into, um, you know, what you do with Coca-Cola, but, uh, you know, maybe give us a little bit of background about yourself. Yeah, so um, I uh, I moved around a lot as a kid. So um, one of the things that I was always passionate about actually was travel. Um, and uh, I ended up, um, I graduated high school in Texas, went to Texas A&M. Um, and another one of my passions was sports. I did gymnastics pretty much my whole life. Um, I was on the gymnastics team at A&M, um, but also was involved in a number of other things on campus as well. So when I graduated, um, I actually worked for a leadership education program and traveled all over the world, and um, and then ultimately went back to graduate school. Um, and because of that travel experience, um, you know, I got a call from a friend who worked at Coca Cola um, and said, "Hey, there's this role in the multicultural marketing team. You know, we uh, we think you'd be a perfect fit." Um, and so I said, "Sure, let's you know let's uh, let's see what this is about," um, and. Um, so for my first about year and a half, I think, um, I was on 
the multicultural team uh, focused on a number of different things relating to sports or scholarship programs, um, all different kinds of stuff. And then eventually, um, because I come from a big sports family and just have such a passion, um, was lucky to be able to move into the to the team that I'm on now. So, so now um, I manage our marketing relationship with a number of our sports, entertainment, and university partners okay. um, in, in the Northeast. Oh, so. That's fantastic. So yeah. um, it, you got your feet wet, so to speak, in the multicultural division. Yes. So what, what were some of the initiatives or, or projects that you would work there in the communities that you would outreach and, and how mm-hmm. Coca-Cola as a brand uh, values that type of uh, community service? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I did worked on all different kinds of things. Um, you know, some of the, some of the more, um, I don't know if memorable is the right word, but definitely, uh, some different things than, um, that I, that I worked on were, uh, the CIAA tournament, um, which is basically this huge, um, basketball tournament for historically black colleges and universities. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is not just a basketball tournament, but it's also a huge party that whole week, um, out in Charlotte. It's a really cool thing. Um, so we were always, I was always involved in the activation there. Um, I was very involved with Calle Ocho down in Miami. So if you're not familiar with that, it's a huge, um, well, Miami has a huge Cuban population, but outside of, you know, Cuban heritage, uh, just, you know, Hispanic Americans in general. Um, and it's this huge, um, you know, party essentially, um, that happens. There's, uh, we have, uh, you know, a bunch of music. We do all kinds of programming. Um, we have a Coca-Cola stage every year and uh, fun fact, I don't remember what year it was before I started working on the team. Um, but Pitbull, Pitbull actually got mm-hmm. his, uh, he performed at Coyote back in the day before he became... Before he was Pitbull. Before he, he became popular. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I think he went by Pitbull then, but it was before, uh, is who he is today. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, you know, it was interesting to learn a little bit more about that division when we met with your counterparts out in Los Angeles and, um, you know, the uh, the significance of the, the Fanta brand as mm-hmm. part of the Coca-Cola umbrella and the Hispanic community and, you know, the outreach and, um, you know, how important it is for a brand to, to stay involved with, you know, a multifaceted of, of consumers. So, um you know, it was interesting because, you know, once you work with a brand, you're really not sure um, outside of what your general common knowledge or maybe your experience with the product is. But, you know, could you talk about a little bit more about working with a large brand like Coca-Cola and some of the things that maybe surprised you as a, as a new employee to say, wow, you know, we're not only a global brand, but, you know, we're making an impact. Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, when, you know, I, I referenced, I got that call about someone saying, hey, I think you'd be a perfect fit. And yeah, you know, I have to say when I went through the interview process, I just absolutely fell in love with every single person uh, that I, I met through that process. And that's that's why I basically said, yes, absolutely. You know, this this is a this company is a perfect fit for me from a culture standpoint. Um, you know the company really values optimum uh, optimism, diversity, and inclusion, mm-hmm. and I felt that from day one. Just genuinely, people care about making an impact in their community, whether it's um, you know through education or through um, you know green initiatives or whatever it might be. Um, people generally sure. care about making their communities better. Um, you know, in terms of um, Coke being the big company that it is, 
uh, definitely one of the, you know one of the big benefits is you know we are able to make a difference um, in yeah. a pretty impactful way. Um, you know, one of the, my first, I think my first month at Coke, um, I don't even remember how I got connected to him, but I was able to uh, meet and spend about an hour of one-on-one time with the guy that leads our global clean water initiatives. And I, you know, if, if I didn't already feel good about working for Coca-Cola, um, you know, I learned, uh, I learned about a lot of the the clean water initiatives we did that most people don't know about. And it was just really, it was really empowering and and made me feel really good. Yeah. You know, and I guess, you know, that's a really uh, strong point too, because I I suppose the counter to being such a large brand is, you know, some consumers or or people that don't have, uh, you know, that access just kind of have their opinions or what have you and, you know, are anti-large corporations. So, you know, to learn more and have that awareness out about the green initiative or water um, initiative is, uh, is, is really important to kind of break down those, those stereotypes and sort of be a corp- anti-big corporation mindset, right? Right, right. Yeah. So, so given that the um, Coca-Cola is, is such a large brand, you know, everyone, you know, it, it's such a piece of America, um, knowing marketing channels are, are, are very strategic, why, why do you think, um, or why, why does the brand concentrate on, on sports marketing and sponsorship the way they do? And, and what's the importance there? Yeah. So, I mean, overall, you know, Coca-Cola strives to um, inspire moments of optimism and happiness. And we, you know, truly want to be integrated into people's everyday lives. And sports is a very important part of many people's everyday lives, whether um, somebody's, you know, playing in a soccer league or, you know, whatever it may be, or if they're, you know, watching it on TV um, watching pro teams, watching their kids. Um, it's just, it's, you know, sports is, um, it's just a part of, a big part of people's, people's lives. So, you know, we want to be, we want to be part of these moments, whether, um, whether your favorite team is performing on the field or whether, um, you know, the team is impacting the community, um, off the field. Uh, we want to be part of that. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think one of the, um, Real fascinating uh, components in working with you guys, too, is, uh, you know, kind of shifting gears a little bit to the technology piece. Um, you know, in, in our capabilities and, and sort of suite of software and whatever engagement levels that we produce, we, we look to gain some type of consumer insight for the brand um, and, and continue that ROI or justification of, you know, the expenses for these marketing initiatives, right? And so... Yeah. Uh, one of the things that struck me, and, and I, I really love the sort of philosophy of it, is you're really less, Coca-Cola and the brand is really less concerned about, quote, traditional marketing data and CPI and all of that good stuff, but you're more about the experience, right? And, you know, you want to create that experience for fans or consumers. Obviously, brand message is very important, but, you know, the synergy between sports and your brand and creating that experience um, you know, seemed like a perfect fit and like the philosophy of that was really intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, um, you know, technology is, uh, technology is, is important. Um, and the way that we use it really depends on what our specific goals are for, um, you know, a specific initiative or partnership. So, you know, so for example, um, I can speak to, a couple, you know, programs that um, I've worked on in the past that leverage technology. Um, 
last, I guess it was two years ago, actually, um, working with you guys, you know, with, um, I work with the Philadelphia Phillies as one of, as one of my partners. And, you know, one of the, one of the goals was fan engagement, um, both for the Phillies and for Coke. Um, and for Coke also, we want to, wanted to build brand love. So, you know, kind of with that as a starting point, what we did was we tapped into the tradition of bobbleheads in baseball. Um, but we made it, um, one, a little bit more personalized, and two, um, you know, uh, kind of adapted it in a way um, that we made it current with today's digital age. So it kind of makes me think, I don't know if you've seen the movie Jumanji yeah, um, over the holidays, or the newer oh, one, that, the newer, the newer right. one that came out. So arguably, I think, you know, potentially the best movie that came out over <laughs> this last holiday season. But um, without giving any spoilers away, um, <laughs> the uh, if you saw the first one, um, you know, they, it was basically a board game that came to life. Um, so yeah. this reboot of it, if you will, um, it was a similar context um, in that they're playing a game, but it's, <laughs> it was, they did a great job making it more recent. So it was actually, um, the game was done uh, via a console, so they were actually in mm. um, in a video game. Yeah, so again, cool. kind of more a little bit more relevant to today. So anyway, going back to the Phillies. Um, so yeah, so you know, with that tradition of um, bobbleheads, you know, we were able to work with you guys and um, come up with a really cool augmented reality um, morphing station experience where um, you know fans could. Uh, click on screens and take their photos and basically transform themselves into a bobblehead. Um, and they could share that digitally. Um, you know, we did, we did printouts with them so they could hang it on their fridge or show people in person. Um, right. and, uh, you know, we, we always get really great feedback. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a great, uh, it's a great product to produce. It, it's always quote successful because it's so relevant. It mm-hmm. really transcends any particular sport, but, particularly in, as it relates to you guys, I mean, what's more Americana than baseball, Coca-Cola, and bobbleheads, right? And right. so it's like the trifecta of, um, you know, consumerism, to so, so to speak, in terms of the experience. And, um, yeah, it worked out really well. And, uh, you know, it was nice to see some iterations after the first season performing so well. In the second mm-hmm. season, we were able to uh, add that printer so people yep. actually had the momentum and or memento, I should say. Um, it was pretty neat to to also um, anecdotally, this is kind of self promotion, so I apologize. But coming home <laughs> one afternoon and turning on the Phillies game, and yeah. the the team actually did a, a media hit on the morphine station. So, yep. uh, like a madman, I had my cell phone out and recorded the screen rather than DVRing the the video uh, on, on on the console, but. Um, yeah, it was it was an awesome uh, production to be a part of, and so um, really happy that that you know everybody has been a, you know uh, enjoyed it, both the fan clients and and obviously us us producing it. So yeah, absolutely. So have you? Um, I know technology is a focus of, mm-hmm. of yours and, and your team and the brands and what have you. Um, can you speak to so many? Other experiences, um, again, not, not necessarily uh, MVP productions, but you know, we we are lovers of technology, so I would love to hear a little bit more on uh, other things that you've done. Yeah, absolutely. So um, <coughs> you may or may not be from. Well, I know you're familiar, but listeners may or may not be familiar with um, what used to be the My Cook Rewards platform that we had. It was basically um, a rewards um, a reward system as you drink product and you can earn points. And um, 
win cool rewards or get cool prizes or gear or swag or whatever it may be. So we, last year in 2017, um, uh, basically transitioned from MCR, from my cook rewards, mm-hmm. um, into, um, cook.com. And, and I was able to work on a pilot program, um, with this new technology that we call sip and scan basically. So essentially what it is, is there's this icon on our packaging, um, you can think of it as a QR code. That's not sure. exactly what it is, sure. but there's an icon on our packaging and, you know, basically you Go to cook.com, scan that icon, and then you could enter into a sweepstakes or, you know, whatever it may be. So last year, um, we we launched this and did some testing um, for our football programming um, in the fall. So, you know, the, the neat thing was um, when we launched this program, um, it it aligned with us relaunching our Coca-Cola Zero Sugar brand. So with that specific program, you know, one of our biggest goals was driving trial um, mm. of the reformulated um, brand right. um, while tapping into that passion of um, football that football fans have. So um, kind of marrying the two, um, you know, we had the, the icon scan and um, encourage people to go to coke.com and uh, either scan the code or enter the codes on the cap. Um, and then they could either win, you know, free um, 20 ounce, you know, Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Um, they could win a VIP experience to, let's say, the Philadelphia Eagles game um, later that season. They could win um, all different kinds of stuff, um, yeah. gift cards um, to get some some gear. Um, and, you know, you know, part of part of that um, was, um, was really just, you know, educating, um, or starting the education process for consumers, um, for this new platform. And we had so many learnings. Um, and since then we've been able to make enhancements. So, you know, I can't give any spoilers away, but, um, but yeah, we've definitely been able to enhance that technology, um, and improve programming for 2018. Okay, great. Yeah, that's great. It sounds like it's, you know, a perfect, as you said, the, the marrying of all of your initiatives, right? Whether it's packaging the technology and then also driving traffic to a particular website. I mean, it's really that holistic kind of consumer experience and and journey. So that's very, um, you know, that that's not only strategic, but very smart and kind of holistically bringing it all together, right? Yep. So, you know, we were talking about, you know, maybe some lighter experiences um, outside of technology. And, you know, you guys are a product, right? And a beverage. And, you know, at the end of the day, you're looking for consumers and new consumers. And, um, you know, what are some of the activations or promotions that you do that maybe not leverage technology? Yeah. Um, you know, you know, I think I, I referenced driving trial, honestly, sometimes, um, you know, even, um, even just a couple weeks ago at the, um, the two home playoff games for the Eagles, we still, um, we still want people to keep trying not just Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, but our other brands that have been around for a while too. So sometimes we'll literally just set up a table and have, Three ounce cups um, of product, and you know, basically give free trials, uh, free samples away to people. Um, that doesn't leverage any type of technology at all. It's really just grassroots getting out there Absolutely. and yeah. reminding people. Oh yeah, you know, I really, I really do 
And the reminding like comment is really important too, because I think it, and, and it's also awareness because when people think of Coke, they think of Coke and Diet Coke, mm -hmm. right? And, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, so to speak. So can you speak about a little bit more of the internal brands that happen that, you know, maybe people don't, aren't completely aware or associate with Coca-Cola? Yeah. I mean, we have, uh, well, globally we have over 500 <coughs> brands. Um, not all of all, you know, all 500 plus are within the United States. Um, but some of the ones that people don't realize, I think most people know Sprite is one of our brands. Um, Dasani is usually pretty well known, um, as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Powerade, Smart Water, um, if you like tea, um, Gold Peak Tea, Honest Tea, Fused Tea, wow, um, yeah. we're also in the milk business. Um, the milk business. I am, uh, chocolate that? milk is one of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> um, so if you haven't gone out there, uh, go try Fairlife chocolate milk, um, or regular milk, um, or Yup, um, as well. So, um, and th that's really cool. Um, that's a, it's a really cool backstory. Um, but it's basically ultra filtered milk. Um, so there's, no lactose. So for our lactose intolerant friends, um, my yep, hand on that. you can, you can drink it and it has half the sugar is normal milk and twice the protein. So, wow. um, yeah, we have, I mean, we have many, many brands. Yeah. Yep. That, that's fantastic. So with that said, you know, with having so many brands, maybe let's shift gears a little bit and, and talk about as a marketer, what are some of the challenges you face um, both with maybe, you know, activations, promotion, and, and just general, general marketing, because like anyone, I mean, you know, there, there's going to be challenges, right? No matter how big you are. And, and so can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. You know, um, you know, you go, you go down, well, there's not just one beverage aisle anymore in the, in the grocery store, but there are, you know, even outside of Coke there, there's many, uh, many different brands popping up left and right. Um, so, you know, even internally, so it's, pri it's prioritizing, you know, which brand um, are we focusing on in this and what's secondary and what's primary and what's really not the right target. Um, it's, I, you know, I think it's honestly both a blessing and a curse um, to have so many brands um, sure. because you can, I mean, there really is a product for everyone for every situation and probably even more than one. Um, but yeah, you know, going through that prioritization process to figure out, you know, we would, we would love everyone to drink everything, but in reality, most people have their, you know, their top, their top few for whatever reason, that's what, that's what they'd like to drink. Right. So. Right. As technologists as well, we, uh, currently like to share a lot of, um, on-site war stories with, uh, some of the challenges, whether it be weather um, environmental issues oh, yeah. and, and all of those good things um, that makes our sort of world and our, our marketing space uh, both exciting and challenging, right? And so, um, you know, going, going back to just your, your brand challenges, um, for other folks listening that are in the experiential space mm -hmm. or maybe looking to activation, you know, is there any strategies or, or, or philosophies that you carry to like, okay, here are the protection plan or do you have a set of vendors that you like to work with to say, okay, they'll, they'll cover us and you could speak a little bit about that. That could be helpful for the community. Yeah. Um, for, well, for me, I like to say it's pretty easy because Coca-Cola uh, Coca has this um, vetting process basically. So we have a list of um, agencies on our roster that um, we are 
basically that we work with. Sure. Um, and anyone outside of that roster, uh, you know, it's, it's really hard to work with anyone outside of that roster from a, um, for a number of reasons, but, um, but yeah, so it's, you know, pretty much depending on what we're trying to do, you know, whether it's experiential or more social digital or whatever it may be, um, you know, we pretty much already have our short list of, of who we work with. And then at that point, um, you know, a number of factors could determine, uh, determine who you work with, but definitely, you know, in that experiential space, you know, you, you referenced whether, yes, of course, having rain plans. Um, and, and sometimes there's only so much you can do. So sometimes, you right. know, um, you know, with our, with our share Coke tour that we've had the last few summers, um, there is technology involved with there, including touch screens and, um, you know, if it's a rainy day, you know, at a theme park, you're, sure. that's pretty much you're shut down. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, even if there's a covered indoor space, um, you're probably not going to get a lot of people, yeah. uh, roaming around. So, um, so yeah, definitely contingency plans. Um, so with but, those contingency yeah. plans, is that like a good opportunity for kind of to kick in that product placement or sampling and things of that nature? Is, is that a part of kind of a backup for you guys? Um, well, a lot of times the sampling is, is part of our original plan anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We, Fair point. We do, we kind of do, do it all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and honestly, you know, sometimes we, we just roll with it. So maybe it's getting a little bit more creative with, instead of having your samples at a table, maybe you have people going out, um, you know, and bringing the product to the people, um, sure. if you will. Um, yeah, you know, it's sometimes we can get really creative um, with that contingency 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 planning, um, and other times you just you know it's like, well, you know what, it's going to be okay, right? Yeah, right. you know, and that, and <laughs> you can only control what you can control <laughs> exactly, and that's such a great point, and and some sometimes something that we just have to remember as well because you know we want to constantly overproduce for our clients and really. Mm-hmm put the best product forward forward and make sure that the fans and or the consumers are, are enjoying their experience. But, yeah. you know, as they say, S will happen sometimes. Right. right? And so it's how you handle. That. Yeah. And I think, you know, having that expectation <coughs> set of, you know, if this happens, know that, you know, yeah. this is how we will or won't be able to um, react yeah. or yeah. adapt. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, we had mentioned we are in the, the heels of the Super Bowl 52 with the, uh, the yes. Eagles and the Patriots. So that's early February for us. And so we're, you know, two months into 2018. Uh, is there anything that you can speak to, any initiatives or, or, or new products or anything that the folks out there would uh, be interested in, in hearing as a little of a sneak peek? <laughs> I know. Um, well, I can't give too much away. Um, you know, I'll say first, um, first, definitely what I'll be doing is watching uh, the Eagles on Sunday. And then hopefully I'll be really busy next week yeah. um, with some stuff. Um, you know, this this past, I don't even know what date is, um, it, in, within the last week or so, uh, we launched um, our new Diet Coke flavors. Um, oh. So we have four new flavors, ginger lime, feisty cherry, uh, zesty blood orange and twisted mango. If you haven't wow. uh, tried any of those yet, I, I recommend it. Um, so you know, uh, you know, I think definitely in 2018 you'll start to see great for Super Bowl parties. Yes, yeah, <laughs> great for Super Bowl parties. Um, but you'll start to see us in a number of different ways. Um, you know, promoting 
uh, this Diet Coke relaunch um, with, with the new flavors. Um, Can you speak to that at all, or is that too soon in terms of packaging, branding, things of that? Yeah, nature? I mean, it's out. I mean, you could go to you know your grocery store or wherever um, oh, right okay. now, and and you'll see it. Um, I think the cans look really sexy. Um, okay. They're kind of taller, slim, um, and have basically a, a a colored line bar um, depending on the flavor. And oh, um, cool. diet, so regular Diet Coke, even though the can looks a little bit different, um, it's the exact same formula. So sure. for the Diet Coke lovers out there. Um, don't fret. Yeah, uh, we well, did no, not make we'll, any changes. Um, yeah, well, you know, we'll be around um, around the U.S. touring. Um, you know, uh, getting. I talked about driving trial earlier. We'll be uh, giving away a bunch of samples at some in, a, in an experiential type way um, at awesome. a number of events and things. Um, yeah, you know, and uh, you know, other than that, um, pretty much, you know, kind of a generic uh, blanket answer to that question is we're going to continue trying to inspire moments of um, optimism and happiness um, while trying new things. But so doing a little bit of what we've always done uh, with some stuff we haven't done before. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, Laura, thank you so much. This was uh, a great podcast for us. You thank you for (laughs) us and with you. Um, You know, it's, it's been a great pleasure to work with you and continue to work through, um, new challenges and new opportunities together with you. And so uh, for those of you, speaking of the Eagles that were at the the game last week or two weeks ago, uh, we had the pleasure of uh, activating our 360 selfie platform yes. that uh, Eagles fans and, and both Vikings fans participated in, That's which true. we love to see, you they know, did. opposing teams still participate, connect with the brand and, and enjoy their experience. So we look forward to the 2018 Major League Baseball season as well and anything that should come up. So thank you so much, Laura. Thank you. Thank you.